Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Why? But this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favorite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why, the podcast that's all about digging into big questions and tricky topics for our honest conversations. This week we're going to be looking at serendipity or luck, whatever you want to call it, and actually we'll be discussing if there's a difference between the two. Today I'm talking to Professor Christian Bush. I'm hoping I've said that, if I said that ish right, very okay. English accent, and he's the best-selling author of Connect the Dots, The Art and Science of Creating Good Luck. He is the director of the CGA Global Economic Programme at the New York University and also teaches at the London School of Economics. He's the co-founder of Leaders on Purpose and the Sandbox Network and former director of LSE's Innovation Lab. He's been featured in the likes of Harvard Review, Forbes, The Guardian, Washington Post and the BBC. And he's a regular speaker at all sorts of conferences, the World Economic Forum, TEDx, Financial Times Summit, and this one I really like. Thinkers 50 radar list thinks that he's one of the 30 thinkers most likely to shape the future. What an what a <laughs> accolade. What an impressive CV and so much interesting stuff for us to dig into. Explain to me what we mean when we say serendipity or what what you think we mean when we say serendipity. Well, what I found fascinating about this is that, you know, usually when we think about luck, we think about things that just happen to us, right? So being born into a nice family, all the kind of stuff that we can't really influence. Serendipity is, is about smart luck. It's about luck that we can somehow influence. It's about these kind of unexpected moments that we do something with. And so to give an example, you know, imagine you have erratic hand movements like I do. Uh, then you spill a lot of coffee. And so imagine you spill coffee over someone in a coffee shop and, Mm -hmm. you know, they look at you slightly annoyedly, but you sense there might be something there. You don't know what it is. You just sense there might be something there. And now you have two options, right? Option number one is you just say, I'm so sorry. You walk outside and you think, ah, what could have happened had I spoken with a person? Option number two, you speak with the person. That person turns out to become the love of your life, your co-founder, your next client, you name it. Mm -hmm. The point is our reaction to the unexpected. Us making the accident meaningful is what creates that serendipity. So serendipity really has this kind of smart luck that we create out of the unexpected. And do you think that some people have that more innately than others? You know, it's fascinating because uh, one of the reasons I'm so curious about it is that there's obviously both an art, right? So the magic of it where some people intuitively do more of it and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and then the science, which is kind of trying to understand when you look at all these different stories around the world and uh, that's what our research has done. We, we try to understand what's the pattern behind this. Is there mm-hmm. something that we can learn? And so what I found fascinating is that there's kind of traits that we can more and more take on that make it more likely, right? So um, how perceptive we are, how alert we are, how open-minded we are, how curious we are. But also then there's 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 practices we can do in the day-to-day. And we can probably talk about a couple of them, like the hook strategy, which is all about how do you put potential touch points out mm. there that other people could could use to then 
create the unexpected. And so that's kind of what makes it exciting that we can build a muscle for it. It's, it's absolutely fascinating. I'm even thinking as you're talking, they are two quite different skills. You know, the people that I know who are, are great observers might, this is in broad statements, but they're quite in their minds and they're quite reading a situation all the time. And actually the people who are more perhaps likely to to make the jump and and change things might not necessarily be the perceptive people. And yeah, huge broad strokes, but it's it's learning to marry those two places together is absolutely fascinating. Yeah, and, and then it gets really interesting, right? When you think about how do you build those kind of different competencies or capabilities for, for yourself? And, you know, there, there's a fascinating experiment, actually, um, that, that, that I've always found very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd love to ask you and your, your listeners, if, if, you, if you identify as lucky or unlucky, just, you know, lucky or unlucky. Oh, I want to say lucky, but I think I'm bought... <laughs> mm. I think I I have a few unlucky things that happen and I managed to turn them around. Yeah. Nice, nice. So 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 you took the bad luck and then used it as an inflection point in a way to create yeah. to create your own luck. Um you know what's fascinating is that that so and, and, and also those of your listeners who thought lucky versus not so lucky, of course, you know, those who feel less lucky, that's a lot what we will talk about today, I guess, in terms of how we can then, you know, create more luck. But what's fascinating is that those of us who who believe they will be luckier uh, or who believe they are lucky will be luckier in the future, not because of some kind of voodoo-like type of things, but because they are differently looking at the world. And so Mm. in this one experiment, um, they took people who self-identify as very lucky, so people who say, good things tend to happen to me and and so on, and then people who self-identify as very unlucky, so people who say, bad things tend to happen to me, I'm always in accidents and, and so on. We probably all know people on this kind of continuum yeah. of, of, of very lucky versus very unlucky. And so they take one of each and they say, walk down the street, go into a coffee shop, grab a coffee, sit down, and then we'll have our conversation. What they don't tell them is that there's hidden cameras along the street and inside the coffee shop. There's a five pound note, so money, right in front of the coffee shop door. And inside the coffee shop, there's one empty seat next to this extremely successful businessman who can make big dreams happen. Now, the lucky person walks down the street, sees the five-pound note, picks it up, goes inside the shop, orders the coffee, sits next to the businessman, they have a conversation, exchange business cards, potentially an opportunity coming out of it. We don't know that part. The unlucky person walks down the street, steps over the five-pound note, so doesn't see it, Mm -hmm. goes inside the shop, orders the coffee, sits next to the businessman, ignores the businessman, that's it. Now, at the end of the day, they ask both people, how was your day today? And so the lucky person says, well, it was amazing. I found money in the street, made a new friend, and, you know, potentially an opportunity coming out of it. The unlucky person just says, well, nothing really happened. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, there's a lot of experiments like this where you can put people into exactly the same situation. And they will, based on how they perceive the world, based on their alertness, based Mm -hmm. on how they communicate with people, have far more luck than others. And so, uh, you know, I find a lot of money in the street, mostly pennies, unfortunately, so it doesn't really help my my lifestyle. But once you expect it to be there, it tends to happen more often because you open your eyes to it. And, you know, for a lot of us, and, and let me just to your earlier point also, that a lot of times, right, of course, people who might be a little bit more extroverted or so have more of these kind of conversations. But, you know, for closet introverts like myself, a lot of serendipity comes from quiet sources, from calm mm. sources, like taking another street to work in the morning and then, you know, open my eyes to, oh, there's a new bookstore. Oh, this book, that could be a podcast. Oh, my God, such a coincidence. Mm. And so it's really kind of finding those moments by opening our eyes to it. It goes back to some of um, Brene Brown's stuff around courage and, and vulnerability, actually, to send that initial... Because we think of luck as something that, 
is easy and just like falls in your lap. But actually that bit of, you know, serendipity comes from her vulnerability of, of sending out that and courage of sending out that first email. So that's an important thing to remember that actually these people that we feel like luck always comes their way. Maybe they've been brave in, in tiny little ways along the way. I think I think that hits the nail on the head, right? That that people a lot of times work really hard to have more luck. I think we in our mind we always kind of say, oh, it's either hard work or luck. Mm. No, quite a few people work really hard to have more luck. Like people like you, like you then turn bad luck into like something that that might you know. And I've had that a lot. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed this. So I, I do a lot of kind of qualitative research in the sense of like I'm asking questions and then I I look at things over time. So it's kind of very like in the field and, and being with people and trying to observe what's happening and so on. And one of the things that happens a lot, especially with senior executives, especially with CEOs, is they will tell you a story like, um, oh, I, um, you know, I did this and then unexpectedly this. And so I was just lucky that this and this and this. And then we narrate it back and we say, well, but you know what? Like you were very active in this process that you just described as just lucky. And then they would be like, oh my God, yes, I actually really, I just cultivated serendipity. And so it's kind of this thing where I think, that's what I love about this idea of cultivating serendipity, that actually it's a very active process. And if you tell someone who like created that serendipity that they just were lucky, it takes away their agency. It makes them mm. kind of disempowered. And I think that's especially true in, in poverty contexts where, you know, a lot of times people want to create their own luck, but they um, both either don't have the structural resources or more importantly, um, the kind of like role modeling that that might actually do that. And I'm, I've always been fascinated by this question of how do you, especially in contexts where people have, have very little resources, mm -hmm. always see people who have a certain mindset where they make a little bit more happen than others. And then at the same time, of course, it has to go hand in hand with, with kind of, you know, working on societal inequality and, and so on. But I think this fascinating thing is that you see serendipity stories across all different contexts, across all different dimensions. It just, it just changes the shape of any interaction you have. And you do really never know who you're talking to. Even I'm thinking with people that you feel like you know really well, you often don't really know what they're doing for work or, or, or other people in their extended network. It feels like it could be transformative. So it could be serendipitous, in fact, I suppose, is what it is. So what an interesting conversation. What an interesting man. I, I'm always a bit um, wowed by academia and someone who's really done their research. 